Welcome to the Bright and Wise Podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host and founder of Brise, an app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. On our podcast, I explore topics we all face in today's work environment, offer practical guidance on how to get through, and talk with exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. We all earn the right to feel great pride and accomplishment when we set goals and then we achieve them. So every milestone deserves to be celebrated. No accomplishments are more universally celebrated than a high school or college graduation. These are life achievements, after all, and that lead to our next stage of our personal journey, which is typically the start of a career. This year's graduation season caused me to pause and reflect on the differences between performing well at school and getting an education in support of our career compared to performing well in our jobs throughout our career. Now, I'm probably more attuned to these stark differences between the two because in addition to building and guiding Bryce's strategic direction, I've also taught an MBA strategic marketing class over the past several years. And so I've sat at what I'll call a chasm between performing well in formal education and at work. Looking at these two different lifestyle stages has also allowed me to compare and contrast how students approach getting their education, my personal career experience, and the challenges Brise is designed to help guide users through. So let's start with school again. So, so think about the start of a new school year or, the, or a term and how we approach preparing for it. The first class has time dedicated to reviewing a syllabus. Uh, and that syllabus outlines all of the class expectations, uh, what the topics are each week, what contributes to your grade, you know, those types of things. And it's fairly prescriptive um, with clear guidance on what and what and when something is to be completed. But, and then throughout the term, you know, we consume the provided reference materials and listen intently during lectures. And then we recall what we've learned when presented with what is typically a very or eerily similar problem we need to solve. These problems are typically related directly back to the topics we covered in the lectures and reading materials. At work, the closest thing that I can think of to uh, a job performance syllabus is, is a job description. And as many of us know, that really only applies to new positions. And it isn't really fair to say a job description is analogous to a syllabus. Historically, job descriptions have essentially been a checklist of technical skills that an employer hopes the individual or we've mastered in school or uh, during prior work experiences. And that's where the guidance on on how to perform well at work ends. Sure, when, when we start a new job, our new manager introduces us to our new colleagues, gives you know a general expect, uh, explanation of what their department is and their responsibilities. They then sit with us and outline some maybe some initial goals or tasks that they would like for us to complete. And they typically share their views on some of the areas that we're responsible for um, 
that need improving, where they believe improvement is need to help move the business forward. And then they can point us to where we can access different information throughout our organization. And there you have it. That's the provided guidance. From there, our new manager really expects us to go figure it out. There's no predefined reference materials that exist to outline how to solve a specific work problem. At work, our manager expects us to continuously look for issues by analyzing performance data or observing uh, and experiencing processes. And they expect that we will solicit others throughout the organization to help us when needed. We then need to go correct the problem before it becomes significant or even prevent it from happening in the first place. But our new manager's expectations or our managers in general's expectations, they're, they're not limited to just identify, identifying and, and preventing problems. They also expect us to identify new growth opportunities. We need to observe and analyze what's changing around us continuously and then determine if and how we could take advantage of these changes. And we need to be receptive to change, including changing priorities, because changes, well, as we all know, the only constant in work and life. Not convinced? If you've been reading job descriptions lately, you may have noticed the addition of some new skills or words that is evolving the job description as well. Job descriptions are starting to communicate these manager expectations and desired approaches to work more clearly. Here's how you can translate some requirements that you may be reading in today's job descriptions to help illustrate the expectations that we will understand a goal or purpose of our responsibilities and then define an approach or take action to achieve them. So here, here are some ways that you can translate different keywords in a job description. If you see self-directed, self-starter, or motivated, that's really telling you that they expect you to define how to achieve goals or objectives on your own. You'll see a lot, the word analytical a lot, and that means they're looking for critical thinkers who challenge their current knowledge on a topic to ensure that they're not uh, to, to ensure that they are moving beyond surface, automatic thinking, and even going so far as to develop foresight so that they can predict responses to any actions that are taking. You see a lot of reference to being creative and defining strategies. Those are key indicators that they're looking for someone who is masterful at defining solutions to problems and identifying opportunities. There's also uh, a lot of talk or reference to cross working cross-functionally. And what that you need to translate into meaning is that we need to be masterful at developing strong working relationships so that we can collective, uh, uh, effectively collaborate across different departments. And then finally, there is always something about communication and that whether it's written or verbal, uh, Everyone wants to ensure that their employees can effectively communicate. And what that really means is that we can demonstrate our strategic thinking by clearly presenting a problem or opportunity, outlining the impacts of that problem or opportunity on the business, and presenting creative solutions to fix a problem or creative ideas 
to take advantage of the opportunity. Being a lifelong learner has proven to be a requisite for career success. So in addition to deeply understanding and addressing our business challenges, we need to take ownership of staying current on the trends in our technical area expertise and identifying those new technical skills that we, are, we need to support our continued growth and development in our careers. So the overarching message here is that we must define the path to achieving our responsibilities at work. No one else is responsible for doing that for us. Once we know a goal or the purpose of what we're to do, we are responsible for defining the path to accomplishing it. Now, that's not to say that we need to go it alone 100%. Quite the contrary. Our managers and colleagues are really happy and eager to hear our ideas, and then they're happy to provide additional guidance to our thinking. The vital action is to demonstrate a well-thought-out idea or proposal, backed by data if possible, to engage in a meaningful conversation with our manager, to demonstrate our strategic thinking, and then augment our ideas with their feedback. Think of it from a manager's point of view. If we need our managers to provide step-by-step guidance on the actions we should be taking to accomplish uh, our responsibilities, we're not really adding value. And if they need to dedicate time to defining the steps, really, they might as well do it themselves. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.